Greetings, Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Sur and the Kodan Armada. Get ready? Prepare for blastoff. Victor Death Starfighters, my name is Carlin Jones, and this is a Starfighter full movie podcast. And today we are going to be watching the 2022 musical biopic drama Elvis. And today I brought along a very special guest. You're, you're like a celebrity where you're, you're like in Athens, right? Is that? Uh, I wouldn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> Okay, well, I brought along a special guest, uh, Julia Newt. Hello, how are you doing today? I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'm uh, I'm excited to watch this. Um, I got got a little bowl of popcorn right here. Um, oh, do you? Yeah, I don't know if you can hear me nibbling a little bit, but uh, nice. Now it's like a real movie theater experience. It really is. Okay, so we were talking like days before and. We kind of talked about Elvis, and you said you've never really been into his music, his career, all this stuff, and therefore you've never been interested to see this movie. So why? <laughs> well, um, I we are here in the South, um, in Georgia, but my parents aren't from the South. They're actually from California. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were listening to, like, Peter Gabriel uh, and, like, Steely Dan um stuff like that not uh not elvis so it's not like it was uh it wasn't like a family tradition right um uh it is very much a a tradition for a lot of people here in the south but it is not it was not a family tradition for me so i was just never into it i was like he's got a big wide face um (laughs) and a goofy voice and uh i don't really get it you know i mean as a kid i was I, i was like i don't understand why I'm supposed to like this big goofy guy. Right. And you know what? I was thinking the same thing to myself last night. I was like, you know, as famous as Elvis is and how he's in every single popular culture reference, his music was never played in my household growing up. Mm -hmm. Never my Mm -hmm. parents, never my grandparents, cousins, all that stuff. He just didn't, he exists throughout movies and TV. Sure. But, in terms of like music and in different artists that I listened to growing up, they never sampled his stuff, or at least not from my knowledge. So I was like, this guy's not really relevant <laughs> for me. Yeah, it's it's really interesting thing. Um, I didn't even I have listened to more Elvis like in the past month than in my whole life because <laughs> I had a student. <laughs> I had a student that uh, asked me to put together an Elvis medley for them to perform. Um, that's a whole that's a whole story. Uh, that is an example of like a, a a person who's got Elvis as kind of a family tradition. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of baggage attached to that. I don't know if I need to go into it right now. <laughs> we'll definitely get into that when we start watching uh, watching the movie because you did tell me that you teach music to children. I do, yeah. So are you like uh, a, a singing coach or Yeah, I do. Uh I do a little bit of everything, mainly beginner stuff cuz like I said, I'm not really good musician. Um <laughs> Wait, I don't I really don't believe that because if you weren't, you wouldn't be teaching <laughs> people. Yeah, well, I mean they're they're beginners. Um I'm just hoping I can kind of stay ahead of them. But <laughs> mm. I think I, I think I'm a good teacher. Um, just in that, 
it's uh it's a it's kind of a container for kids to build confidence and start to kind of develop their own agency and autonomy right 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 um relationship with an adult who's gonna be encouraging and nice in a way that their parents aren't always able to be (laughs) right 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 um and and that's sometimes a little more important than the music but the music is like the vehicle that 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 happens through um to kind of borrow a little bit from some music therapy training um i'm not a certified music therapist but i i have done some formal study in a subject um musical uh, therapist i don't think i've ever heard of that before yeah it's uh it's a really interesting profession that's relatively new it uh started up in the 50s is that like wait i think i'm a musical therapist that's like when you like give people recommendations for whatever they're going through that's yeah i mean that can definitely be therapeutic um okay (laughs) (laughs) so that's not that's not what it is well as a as a profession there's actually a board certification um so you're actually like a medical professional what yeah it's uh super interesting um it actually started because uh it was noted that veterans were showing um like improvements in, in, in health and, and mental health and stuff right? with uh, music being a part of their, their like healing regimen. Oh. So music therapy became a profession. Oh, that's However, right. I mean, you know, music has been therapeutic for people, obviously for much, much longer than that. <laughs> right. That's right. You, you, you did tell me that you were uh, in the military. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I keep laughing to myself that because I asked you, I was like, oh, that's so cool. What did you do? And you're like, oh, I did. I did IT. And I, and you're like, well, I wasn't that good at it. And <laughs> I, I don't know why, but that's just so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. <laughs> The way, but the way you pause is like it makes me think that someone's like, "Hey, we need this up and running now." And you're like, "All right, got you." Six hours later, you're like, "I don't know how to fucking work this thing." I definitely was in some situations like that before when I was in the army. It taught me a lot. I learned. I def. It helped me level up. It was. There were periods of it that were a horrible experience. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I can actually relate to you. For what I do for a living. Really? Really? Tell me more about that. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're deflecting. But uh, I I pretty much work in film, in the, in the film industry, as a grip and electric, which is basically people who just hang up lights and, and stuff like that. So... It sounds like it could be like a lot, like like everybody's relying on you, and you gotta like pull it together. Absolutely, sometimes, I will... sometimes you don't have the resources that like like people don't always give you the resources you need, and you're like, I gotta make it work, okay. right? Okay, you sound like you're venting right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sound like you're venting. But on that note, Starfighters, if you want to watch this movie along with us, you can watch it somewhere. Check Hulu. I'm pre- No, you know what? This will be on HBO Max. 
because I tried to skim through this a little bit to see what the production companies were, and it was WB. WB made mm. uh, distribute this film. So it's definitely going to be on HBO Max. So with that said, we are going to start this movie in five, four, three, two, one. Okay, I want to let you know right now, this is a safe place. I want you to vent. I want you to let out all that trauma you went through <laughs> by fucking up whatever technology you were asked to fix in the military. Oh, do you do you want me to do that right now? Only if you want to. I feel like mm. I feel like you have some pretty good stories. I also have some pretty good stories about my my job. Um, yeah. 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 I have a little bit of Elvis trauma, actually. You have Elvis trauma? Uh, this is this is a little bit juicy of a story. Um, well, you know what? I was actually thinking, I'm like, this movie's two and a half hours. What the hell could I be talking about with Elvis? Because the only thing I know about him from growing up was he was super unhealthy. Real, like like his diet this man or like psychologically like let me tell you this man ate fried chicken <laughs> chocolate cake ice cream funnel cakes for breakfast brunch lunch dinner and midnight snack <laughs> damn as i mean he died what of a heart attack right that's not i heard he died of a heart attack on the toilet that makes sense i mean that's lame right when people are like you should not eat that stuff it's like i roll but <laughs> <laughs> it's for situations like that so you won't be caught with your pants down yeah exactly yeah and some of my more self-destructive periods of my life i was like i don't fucking care i'm gonna Sorry, am I allowed to swear? Am I allowed to say bad words? Oh, yeah. Well, wait, wait. No, you fucking can't. You got to calm down <laughs> with that. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know. I was like, I don't I don't want to live a long time. I mean, that was that's a little bit of some some depression kind of darkness. I don't want to live to be old, man. I'm I don't if I can't fucking eat chocolate cake every day, then I hope I die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, I mean, on the other side of that, it's like, I, uh, maybe I do want to live a long time, so maybe I won't do that. We'll see, though. Life, life has a lot of seasons. Sometimes you just eat as much chocolate cake as you need to to survive. <laughs> survive? I've, sp like, speaking of, like, uh how he died do you have a fear because i have i have the same fear do you have a fear of like um dying in an, in an embarrassing way mm, <laughs> i'm more afraid of dying in a painful way that stresses me out more uh, i feel like the embarrassing way would be far far worse really like but you would be dead well, you'll be dead like with, you with the painful way, too. 
Okay, you tell me, what's a painful death? <laughs> like, I don't know, like dying in a fire or something? I feel like, yeah, that would be painful, but yeah, it'll be over pretty quick. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess your experience of the, the actual dying that's taking, you know, the half an hour or whatever dying process, you're feeling embarrassed or feeling pain. Um, that experience of dying. I mean, it's it's emotional pain or physical pain. I guess I'm a little more f- afraid of physical pain. Right. I have a big fear of, like, dying and of, like, a gang of dolphins just massacre me. Like, do you spend a lot of time in the water? No, not at all. Is it is it one of those, like, phobias? Uh... I don't like this one, but I wouldn't consider it a phobia. I just don't mm-hmm. want to. How can I say this? I just don't want to. I don't know. I just don't want to be embarrassed when I die. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. What's a gotcha? I'm trying to think of a, like a really good example. Maybe like like an undignified way to die. Here's a, here's a, here's a here's a good example. I feel like this is embarrassing. There's a TV show back in the day called Dead Like Me. And the Oh yeah. And the yeah. character literally was walking outside and from a, a, a satellite in space exploded and the debris the mm-hmm. debris fell on earth and she literally died from a toilet mm-hmm. crashing mm-hmm. into her. I feel like that's an embarrassing way. You don't but it would, could also be kind of funny, right? Like But that's no, it's funny to people who hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to when you die for it to be funny. No, not at all. Because that's what that's how people are going to remember. That's what that's what they remember. So it's really a question of legacy, like the legacy that you want to leave behind. Hopefully I leave behind a good legacy. But depending on how you go out, that's just like the cherry on top. People will see that first before everything else. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you are going to poop your pants when you die either way so it's all it's always gonna be a little bit i will not (laughs) you're gonna make sure you go first no i promise you i will not is that tom hanks Mm, it looks like it You know, I was thinking last night, I was like, you know what? Everyone loves Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But can people actually name like a like a their favorite Tom Hanks movie? Like a great Tom Hanks movie? I feel like he does like really good movies, but they're not or I don't know. Like I, I like Tom Hanks, but he's mm-hmm. never like my go to. In terms of like favorite actors of all time, nor yeah, nor well, he's, his he's a little bit older now, you know, and that's like I don't know who who is your like favorite. My favorite actor of all time is Elliot Page. Easy. Oh yeah. Easy. Yeah. I like grew what up. movie? Uh, Tracy Fragments. Uh, Mouth to Mouth. Uh, An American Crime. Uh, 
basically everything he did from back in the day. Because <laughs> I grew up with all I, that stuff. God, I don't know a lot of those movies. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess we've established I'm more of a TV show person. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, part of why I don't is because I talk over movies constantly and then I don't know what's going on, which is, I mean, it's perfect for doing a podcast like this. I feel, okay, I feel like we, nothing has happened yet for us to really be confused about. I feel like, like cinematography is making me confused. I'm like, what? the hell am i watching yeah it seems like it's all over the place but from what i'm gauging thus far i think tom hanks is like this entertainment manager or whatever Mm. and i think he heard elvis on the radio and he was like who is that talent i want to meet this kid gotcha gotcha what do you think of tom hanks playing this fat fella um i don't know i like couldn't, couldn't, couldn't they have hired a fat guy oh, to okay. have some representation that that is a whole conversation we can have mm-hmm. i absolutely hate hollywood mm-hmm. when they do shit like that yeah it does i think yeah i don't know i mean casting is always such a thing i feel a little miffed sometimes when i don't know the opportunity for a less uh, less well known or successful person, is uh, it's it's handed to a, a sure thing that'll get people to come out. And I mean that's important. You got to find that balance. But it's also kind yeah. of a waste. I mean Hollywood's like a particular. It's a particular scene, though. It's like a club. It's particular people. Oh, my God. You have no idea. Like, literally working in the industry, it's high school. Mm-hmm. It's high school mm-hmm. all over again. Yeah, I bet it is. Tell me more about that. Um, What the hell is going on? <laughs> it's just, it completely turned into a Marvel film. What? <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> How will we overcome this? <gasps> Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. This is a weird ass movie. <laughs> it just, it's. I get. I mean, it's very extra and very flashy, but I mean, that's kind of what Elvis is, I guess. Hmm, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Is this a clubhouse? Just some people hanging out and chilling. Um. This is your. This is your home, if anything, from what you told me. Just a bunch of people together. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. I wouldn't say it's as sensual in my house, but, uh, I really do feel like somebody could take this movie and just recut it and make this into a horror. It's got, 
Yeah, the energy is very confusing. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, what a weird, what a weird movie. So what I do on set, being a grip and electric, so on the electric side of things, I pretty much just make sure everything has power Um, in the grand scheme of things and also like set up hard lights on actors mm. and all that good mm -hmm. stuff. Gotcha. How is that? Um, it's very bright. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get to witness some good drama on the set? Uh, depends. I remember, so there's kind of like a rule, depending on the set, like you can't look at actors. Uh, especially if it's like a, like a real serious scene, mm -hmm. drama scene. I think for one of, when I first started in the industry, or when I first got into the union, there was like a really serious scene where the actor is supposed to cry and whatever. And I was totally oblivious to it. And clearly they weren't rolling. But, you know, she was trying to get into character, right? She's like talking mm -hmm. to herself, all this stuff. And she looks at me and I'm just laughing, like laughing to myself because I thought of something funny. <laughs> you were just in another world. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that and it made her upset. It completely threw her off. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. But oh my god, yeah, there's so much uh, PTSD that I have that ca that came with the industry. Yeah, it sounds like it could be a lot of pressure. Um, um, yeah, it definitely can be. And maybe a little bit stratified, like a hierarchy that's pretty stratified in certain ways. Oh yeah, people, the egos are absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah, that 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 sounds actually similar to the military. Um, I think there's there's actually a lot of uh, parallels between the entertainment industry <coughs> and the military. Um, so you're telling me it's not like Call of Duty? <laughs> um, not for most IT people. Oh, oh, oh okay. <laughs> I guess I have to take your word for it. I, I think the similarities are like, you're not working like a 9 to 5. Um... Like it's very it's mission based. It's like when the job gets done, is when you get to go home. Look at that kid, how he's reacting. Mm hmm. You think that's how? I guess that's what you hope people react like when they listen to your single, right? Um. Yeah, I want them to <laughs> jizz their pants. <laughs> Which, by the way, we could talk about that as well because you're an okay, artist. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll totally plug up all your shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll happily talk over this whole movie. I mean... <laughs> yeah, I feel like the entertainment industry is um, kind of similar to the military. Um, Everybody is a creative, right? Um, but the person who gets to be creative is the director. Um, this is going to blow your mind. But for most projects, the director doesn't even do anything. Mm -hmm. Who is making... Who's, who is actually calling the shots? Um, 
producers, investors. Mm -hmm. The director just talks to the actors. Yeah. But for everybody to work together, everybody can't be like expressing themselves all the time. It's like very clearly delineated who gets to like make those decisions. Well, they can. They People can do that, but they'll do it to a certain person and they call them uh, the first AD. And it's uh, the title is first assistant director, and they pretty much kind of make sure everything runs smoothly. They tell you what's going to happen. When's it when's it going to happen? Make sure everyone's, Mm -hmm. you know, on schedule. Yeah. Wait, what? (laughs) There's no way. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggly that piggly. (laughs) There's no way. (laughs) This was doing it for women back then. (laughs) People were very repressed, right? Oh, that's true. I don't know. It's hard to say. Everybody says it was very scandalous, but it's like, was it though? This is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) I like the the, uh, shots of the men being like, okay, man, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Listen, I wouldn't hate if a guy is like, if he looks like Chris Evans, and if I see like a bunch of women going crazy, I'm not going to hate. I'm like, yeah, all right. I I get it. I get it. (laughs) Elvis, though. He's got such a big, goofy face. He looks like like any dude that's out there in the crowd. Yeah. What? (laughs) (laughs) What is this movie? (laughs) Tom Hanks being in anything gives it that, like, folklore element. This is insane. Was it really like that? I doubt it. I highly doubt it. <laughs> what were we talking about? We were talking about what it's like on a movie set. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So you have like a hierarchy and everybody is uh, kind of kind of in charge of their their corner. Yeah. And then- yeah, depending on what department you uh, you work in, there's like mm-hmm. makeup department, um, lighting department, which is like grip, and then electric, which are two separate things. Mm-hmm. You have camera department, uh, wardrobe department, uh, greens department, mm-hmm. which is basically like they handle grass <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So 
every department has like a department head, the person in charge of that department. And all those people who work in that department defer to them. And then all the department yeah. heads defer to like the first AD for questions and things like that. And then everybody's serving the higher mission, which is the movie right. that you're trying to make. It's, it's kind of like the military. Um, and then you work probably hard as shit. Oh, yeah. Electrics um, electrics and grips. We, we lift mm -hmm. like, they say on an average day, we lift like at least a thousand pounds. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, at least. Yeah, it destroys your body. It's not it's not really something that's really good to do long term. Mm -hmm. But I've been pretty good at it. I'm pretty healthy. But yeah. Yeah. I oh, some hard, hard ass labor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my freaking God, dude. I worked on um, The Walking Dead. It oh, was, wow. It's, That's awesome. Yeah, it's freaking. It's just manual labor. A lot of people don't work on that show because they just treat you like cattle. Gotcha. Well, I'm sorry that it's like that. Oh, no, it's fine. That's that's sweet you worked on that, though. What was that like? Um, well, I felt like cattle. Besides hard work. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what were the perks? Uh, I don't even think there are any perks. Well, uh, it's such a high-budget show that the pay is uh, amazing. And, that's awesome and and a show like that always goes to overtime always mm -hmm. so you can easily make depending on what department you're in you can easily make 500 plus a night oh man that's awesome you're unionized so you get paid overtime and stuff yeah we get paid overtime there's first first there's time and a half and then it's overtime mm -hmm. and then there's mill penalties if in case you get late to lunch or whatever nice that's awesome that's dope i wish the military had that uh-huh <laughs> the military would never have that <laughs> well wait i should i should send you this really funny tweet uh uh it's so bad but it's so funny it was about like some some woman was like trying to demonstrate how to do like a certain chokehold or something. <laughs> and she like mounted this guy, right? And it kind of looks sexual. And she's mm -hmm. like, all right, so then you got to do this. And then it just cut to this random boy trying to <laughs> sign up for the military. <laughs> yeah, we, we did combatives in training. Um, pretty fun. Kind of boring. Yeah, that's right. You know, we talked about this. You can kill a man in seven ways. Yeah. Well, I only remember like three ways. Most of them involve blood chokes, though. But, yeah, so, I mean, the military's combatives is like jujitsu and Krav Maga. It's like a combination of some different stuff. But they teach mm. you a little mat stuff because the reasoning is most fights end up on the mat. You You end up scrappling on the ground anyway. Um, and it's a little more equal between men and women and people of different sizes if you're, mm -hmm. like, grappling versus striking. Mm -hmm. um, because it's more like 
the technique of evading somebody trying to get you in a certain position or you're trying to get them into a certain position so you can choke them. Um, you do still gotta be strong enough to, like, keep them... Like, I'm not a very large person, so... <laughs> if I'm trying to grapple with this, like, 6'4 dude, I mean... I gotta be, I gotta be way stronger than I am right now. I guess I'll just say that. <laughs> My money's on If her. I'm gonna like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, some some ladies, they're like very technically proficient, and they can. It's a lot more of an equal situation for them. Interesting. Okay, so tell me, tell me more about this IT thing. Hmm. Well, let's see. Tell me why you left. If you don't, if if you want to talk about it, like what was yeah. the, what was the mission that you're like, I'm out of here. <laughs> there were a lot of honestly, there were a lot of reasons. Um, from very early, I knew that I was not well suited to it. Um, but I, <laughs> I had my personal reasons for joining, involving like. Wait, there was... <laughs> wait, the moment, wait, when you said you're not very well suited for it and you knew right away, I just, I completely had a daydream <laughs> that you're like, you signed the contract, I want to be in the military. And the moment you got there and they said you had to press these buttons, you're like, how can I get out of this? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's just really boring. Mm. Um, I, I, yeah, it's boring. Um, the equipment sucks. This is nothing the enemy doesn't know. I mean, I'm hesitant to say certain things, but the enemy knows our equipment is shit. Um, can you, like, what <laughs> is, he can't possibly be thinking about his mama while, while trying to do this. <laughs> He's he's got that religious trauma. Or is his mama imagining that this is what's happening that he's doing? It could for all I know, this could be a new Star Wars movie for how this movie is like cut and directed. That's <laughs> like, more campy than Star Wars. And that's saying a lot. This is a prequel of the prequel. Mm-hmm. This is okay. So I came into this movie knowing that it was going to be like a biopic. Mm -hmm. I thought they were going to show a little bit more about his upbringing. Yeah. More about like him and his craft, why he was so special as a musician. If you ask me, all he's doing is twitching his leg. Mm -hmm. Well, he. I mean, the the kind of common criticism for Elvis is that he just stole black people music, okay. and then he was able to be successful because he was white. Okay, let's talk about this. So that's another reason why I've never really been into Elvis, along with any other white musician from the '40s and the '50s, because mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. saying them personally, but a lot of the record labels that they were uh, signed to definitely stole lyrics and music from. Uh, from uh, minority artists. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. Definitely a thing. Um, 
it's a shame because a lot of those artists don't they're not as famous they don't get the same recognition um one of the uh one of the greats is uh sister loretta tharp um what she's what the godmother of blues or the mother of blues mm -hmm. Interesting. but yeah there's a there's a lot of people that deserve more recognition than they get But, uh, I, I mean, Elvis was able to, to do, able to be who he was because he was a white guy. That is a fact. I never, I never been in one of these before. One of those fun houses like that? Yeah. I feel like that would be. How the hell would I get out? <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole thing. <laughs> that is not a place you want to go if anyone's uh, claustrophobic. It's not a place you want to go when you're tripping. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Tripping <laughs> drunk. Or maybe you do. Yeah. People will do all kinds of things tripping that I would never do. <laughs> Well, who is this? You can easily say this is a Star Wars film. Elvis is Anakin, and Tom Hanks is Palpatine. Mm. I don't know how into into Star Wars you are. If I'm throwing these references out there, if you can grasp them. <laughs> I watched Obi-Wan recently. I heard um, that wasn't... I heard it started off really good, and it was just like, ugh. Do you want me to ruin it for you? Go for it. Yeah, because I, I don't watch any... After Rise of Skywalker, and I'm like such a diehard Star Wars fan, after Rise of Skywalker, I was just like, I can't anymore. I just can't. It's breaking my heart. It is pretty good. I mean, it's, you know, it's campy, which Star Wars is, but... The thing that, that really uh, frustrated me about the way that it was written was that Obi-Wan has another chance to kill Vader, and he doesn't. <laughs> and then it's like, was that supposed to be some kind of statement about, like, virtue? Or is that him being weak? I think it's just him saying that, well, this is a prequel, so... <laughs> 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 Gotta move the plot forward. I think the better writing would have been, for some reason, he just... Their fight got interrupted and he escaped or something. But, I'm like... Bro, you let this guy go, and then he dang destroys Leia's homeworld. Like, ten years later, like... That's true. Ooh, that's true. Those like, billions of deaths. Exactly. Those billions of deaths are all on Obi-Wan's uh, head. Like, some bad guys just need to get executed. And I don't mean, like... Like, I mean things that you should not do to, to prisoners of war. But you gotta do to the bad guy. Like, if somebody is incapacitated after you shoot them or whatever... Or they surrender, you are not supposed to kill them. That's considered execution. You don't do that. That's more crimes. But these like high level bad guys, like you just gotta kill them because they're too powerful and they escape and then they go right back and do the same shit again. Regular regular henchmen or soldiers or whatever, like they don't really care. They're probably just trying to feed their family. 
if you let them go, they're like, I'm going to get as far away from this as possible. I don't want to die. You saying that makes me feel like I've been playing every single action game wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever played? I've just been mowing down people. Oh, my God. (laughs) I played the first one and I've killed everybody. Yeah, I mean, you kill these henchmen, but then when you get to the final boss, you're like, okay, I'll give him mercy. Dude, he just, like, threw (laughs) a thousand henchmen at you, and you didn't give any of them mercy. So, kill his ass. He's a bad guy. (laughs) Yeah, that's really funny how video games can do that. Um, What is up with his mom? She looks like she hasn't gotten any sleep since she was born. You know, it's a really interesting thing. Um, I watched a, uh, a TikTok recently where a lady was like, I can't believe how old ladies in their forties used to look like I'm in my forties. You're, you're in your forties? No, no, no. This is with a TikTok. Oh. She's like, I'm in my forties. I cannot believe how old these ladies used to look, but I wonder if it's the makeup. And so she did her hair and makeup like a lady from this time period. And she looked like 20 years older. So that's definitely part of it. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, a lot, yeah, a lot of their makeup was like in the beginning stage. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, or maybe it's just our associations because the people that have that kind of style usually are like old ladies, you know? Well, also, a lot of the beauty secrets didn't, uh, they weren't invented or discovered mm-hmm. by then. People didn't drink water in the old days. That's like... true. That's very true. <laughs> no, you know what it is? It's the cigarettes. That's exactly what it was. That's definitely part of it, yeah. Also, the, the air was full of lead from gasoline. That is very true. And then that's pretty much when, like, the microwave was first invented too. So they were just washing that thing, cook the food. <laughs> <laughs> Every meal was like mashed potatoes and green beans. What was that transition? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were just eating like nuked meatloaf. Finally, some Elvis music. Do you do this when you uh, record your music? The the like leg thing that he just did with his knees? Or like, okay, how about <laughs> give me how do you get into the zone? Mm. Tell me what your <clears throat> tell me what your process is for writing music, performing music, and yeah, all that. Let me think. Um I, I get really good at writing if I've got something keeping me semi-occupied, which kind of lets my brain relax a little bit. Like if I'm like washing dishes or driving. If it's something I don't have to think about a lot and I don't have to try really hard, then... Um, Wait, something you don't have to really think about? Yeah, like some kind of like busy work kind of activity. Keeping my hands busy. Then I start kind of piecing words together. Written 
hmm. written some songs that way. I've never heard of that before. Give me an example. Like what's like for example, your your single that you have, radio. Mm. When I was listening to that on Spotify, and it had like the little lyrics, so I was like trying mm. to like really follow <laughs> the lyrics as you were speaking, and I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, what does this mean? Because <laughs> mm. it's so it's like at least for me when I when I listened to it it was so kind of like vague in a sense I'm like I mm -hmm. wonder what experience she's talking about let me see there's a lot of different angles for that one exactly um I think that's 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 the thing with a lot of songs but what was what was the the process for that song I'm gonna be honest with you I wrote that song like 10 years ago and I don't even remember <laughs> I don't I think I was, I think I might have written that one at the piano, because okay. it is like a, it's a very piano, piano-y song, mm. kind of, I was kind of channeling Carol King, okay, a little bit, trying to do like a folky piano lady kind of, kind of vibe, nice, um, let me see, what even is that song like? Trying to remember some of the words. Wait, you don't eat. Wait, hold on. You're El <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're Elvis like right now. You're Elvis right now. Yeah, I'm just. I'm. A, I'm just a little bit distracted by the movie. I'm just thinking. Um, well, I was thinking about how it, the the kind of the joke of, if you watch TV, there's like little people in the TV or like. You listen to the radio, then maybe there's a little person in the radio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard I was that like, expression. Yeah. Uh, so well, it's like an experience of listening to music and kind of relating to it, and then pondering your own life in relation to the song you're listening to. Like, there's a little man inside the radio, so that's somebody singing a song. Mm -hmm. Somebody singing a song about love, and then you reflect on your own love life and your thoughts about it, and realizations about where your own life is at. Um, you're driving somewhere. So it's like, uh, <laughs> I mean, in literal terms. It's... You're seeing that, right? <laughs> you saw that? No. Well, what happened? The guy, like, he's, like, doing his, like, hip thrust as if he was, like, humping on stage. Mm -hmm. And all the girls are like, yeah. And then the... the the guy who was watching it too, the the, the teenage boy, he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> oh, the kid, the kid by the coffee table. Yeah, I think he's having his uh his sexual awakening. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> wow. Elvis the Pill. <laughs> that is the best nickname ever. Enus the Penis. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's uh, white supremacy's big part of this. But where did this come from? Well, a lot. You mean just the way that people are reacting to him? No, I mean like just the movie, just showing it, like out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you right now, this movie does not need to be two and a half hours. 
I I'm digging the like the the boardroom where all the old white dudes are hanging out smoking cigars. Oh, that's the Illuminati. You didn't know? That's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> So, are you, like, currently working on an album right now? I feel like you have some fire just waiting to be unleashed. I uh, I am, yeah. Well, I, I the thing is, I have all these songs that I wrote before I joined the Army. Okay. And so I'm putting them out slowly, trying to build up some momentum to possibly put together a tour or something, but... I'm uh, I'm in the stage of trying to build the consistent act um, with my band. Mm. Get us get us good and rehearsed and the professional look so that I can go to venues and be like, book us, we're gonna you can you can depend on us to entertain everybody <laughs> consistently well, you know? You can depend um, you can depend on us to sing. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's really their, you know, they want people to show up. Um, and they want, they don't want anybody flaky, which is, uh, that's a challenge. I mean, that is like just such a big, a big, uh, part of any industry is just avoiding flaky people. Mm. And in, especially in non-institutional kind of jobs where there's like not the same barriers to entry like you don't have to get hired by somebody they're like looking for that credibility in in various ways um so they don't have anybody book canceling last minute because they couldn't pull it together or whatever right well um, i can tell you right now in the film industry it is a cardinal sin to flake mm-hmm. out mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, it's definitely definitely not cool among musicians as well. But uh I mean every industry is like a pyramid shape, right? You have way more people at the beginning part of the industry than at the top. Um not necessarily because it's a hierarchy, but just because way more people are going to try something at the beginning and then they're going to determine it's not right for them or it's it's just not feasible for whatever reason or they want to do other things. Mm. And that is where a lot of people are going to be flaky at that at that entry level. So part of it's just sticking around long enough to be a little bit established and then you start to get more opportunities. But uh yeah, so, I don't I don't like know a lot about up. it. <laughs> Sounds like stand-up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's, like, very few barriers to just saying that you're a musician. Um, and, I mean, to be fair, everybody is. I, I kind of believe that as a music instructor. And in the future, I'll potentially be a music therapist. I, I think that we are. But as a profession, it's a different thing. Hmm. So I'm hoping that I can be a part of that profession at least as long as it's fun and his mom is the antagonist she has to be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's a very weird dynamic between them she's gonna spank him 
There's a little bit of some sexual tension. <laughs> is is he, he, he that guy's not his dad? Yeah. In the background, yeah. He's not his dad. I, I think he is. I thought it was just him and his mom. Oh wait, maybe I don't know. <laughs> he's probably he's probably like a husband standing for his mom, like he's the oldest kid. Yeah. He's you know who he is. He's like he's the uncle, but he's really the dad. Mm-hmm, <laughs> he just mm-hmm. they just call him uncle. But Elvis, as the oldest son, is kind of in the proxy role of of husband for his mom. Like it's a very loaded dynamic. It's not a not a healthy dynamic. <clears throat> no new Elvis. What does that mean? Oh, they were saying, don't you stop being a sexy boy. Right. Club Handy? (laughs) Did I not notice that before? What is going on? How do you feel about, like, historic films having music that's not in the time period? If it rocks, I'm all for it. It just really, it just really depends what it is. Like I wish, looking back, I wish. Um, what's what's a good historic film? N- name a historic movie. Um, Lord of the Rings. Just kidding. <laughs> I wish some Kendrick Lamar would play out in some Lord of the Rings <laughs> when they're like killing some orcs. I wish. Oh my <laughs> god! I wish some Lady Gaga would play out. <laughs> That's like um, honestly my one of my favorite things to do is just to watch movies in silence, mm-hmm. especially movies I've already seen, and just play music during it and <laughs> really? make make my own soundtrack. That makes sense. It's kind of like a music video. Abs. I mean, if you look through my phone, I have so many playlists, like just created playlists for every mm-hmm. situation in every movie. What's the most unusual choice you think? Choice? You mean like for music? Yeah, like what? What do you have in your your personal library then? Oh, that you would pair the most unusual pairing for music that's your your creation. Most unusual pairing? Hmm. Maybe. I, you know what? Oh, you know what? No, no. That would totally fit this movie. I was going to say that Japanese band that was like on Kill Bill. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? The Kind of, kind of. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I would say I listen to a lot of theme songs, so I would mm-hmm. maybe put like a Power Rangers theme song over this movie. Knowing damn well it doesn't doesn't work (laughs) or maybe some Avril Lavigne Avril Lavigne over this like Mm -hmm. this scene right here just a bunch of black people in the 50s play some that would be that would be pretty funny play some skater boy absolutely Mm. (laughs) is that supposed to be uh, who is that Uh, Little Richie I think oh yeah Little Richie I should have guessed. I should have guessed. Right? Is that that's who does Tutti Fruity? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Can we just get a biopic of him instead? <laughs> <laughs> Still do not know what the hell I am watching. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> wow. So what's what's the dream? Or what's the what's the goal with music? Or I guess the dream. Mm. Dream goal, whatever comes first. <laughs> <clears throat> Like what's yeah. what's the I guess current goal like to finish the album maybe to actually go on tour to yeah well short term goals are releasing another single in about a month so mm. that's going to be a process of promotion social media micro content. Um, Stuff like that. And then other short-term goals are like, um, I guess a little bit medium-term is like putting together a tour. Mm. Um, actually, starting to starting to make some nice money gigs would be nice. Make it worth it, not just for me, but for my band to, to do some traveling and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, That'll come in time, though. As as long as you, if you, you and your band keep keep it up, because I'm sure it's very similar. To, like in the film industry, when I first started, literally the first entire year, I did not get paid. Man, like, what what was it like to actually transition into to being like, oh, this is like my my legit job now, like. Well. I would say much like the music industry, the film industry, they say, is like the hardest industry to get into mm -hmm. because it's I would say within that first like half half year or full year, a lot of people just stop because of the mm -hmm. money flow, because mm -hmm. most of the stuff you you have to do for free in order to get experience and stuff like that, because, yeah, unfortunately, a lot of people can't bring you on for like, you know, especially if you don't know anything and they're like uh, your your liability. Mm-hmm. So. Gotcha. Your yeah. liability? Uh, depends on the set I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get that. It's it's a lot of responsibility. Um, uh, here comes the PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have Do you some... want to talk about it or? I don't it's know. It's okay if you don't. I'm trying to think of like certain shows, certain. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's some bad ones. Well, what was a really bad one? I remember... You ever heard of a band called 21 Pilots? Yeah, I've heard of them. So I... Was it 21 Pilots? No. No, no, no. There's a band called um, Bastille. You ever heard of them? No, no. I've, I haven't not heard of them. Okay. You have never not heard of them? <laughs> I... I have not heard of them. Okay. I remember we did a music video for them, and it was, like, way back. I want to say mm -hmm. 2016. Maybe it was 2017. 
but I remember we did a music video. We were in this like weird old ass warehouse that we found and we were like rigging lights, heavy ass lights on the top of the ceiling, huge ladder. Like, mm. oh, and that's another thing. You can't be afraid of heights. If yeah, you gotcha. Do grips or electrics. Okay, there's, that sounds terrifying. <laughs> there's no freaking way. There's literally, especially in the union, there's a, um, you can easily get work if you're certified to use a, um, um, what is it Does called? this guy look like a dang Fallout Boy guy right now? Just, sorry. I'm The, the driver? The dang Elvis right now with the, 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 the shirt and the eyeliner i'm sorry i'm still listening he definitely looks like he survived he, a fallout <laughs> he looks like a dang pete wentz right now anyway go on so there's a i yeah. love pete oh my okay we're gonna talk about fall boy a little bit later but <laughs> <clears throat> yeah um a condor condor that's what it's called condors are kind of like they use it in, in construction it's basically like a, a huge heavy one ton forklift that lifts mm. you up high in the sky that you can put lights on. You shine lights high up, down. It's kind of like how people do... It's how we do, like, street lights and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Kind of like the lights that you see behind Elvis right now. Or... Oh, shoot. Yeah. So, you, so you were setting stuff up like that. Yeah. So it's like this whole entire crowd that you see. Mm -hmm. depending, depending on where it is and if it's, like, close-ups like this or whatever... You would definitely mm -hmm. have like a condor out there or whatever. Well, maybe gotcha. not just because it looks like a stadium. But mm -hmm. yeah, they'll easily say like, hey, you have to suit up. You have to go on the condor tonight. Gotcha. And you're easily going to be up 75 feet in the, in the sky. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you have like a harness and all that stuff. And mm -hmm. some nights, depending if it's like the winter, you'll be up there all night until they call lunch. And it'll be windy, it'll be cold, you'll pack a blanket, some lunch, and you'll be up there for like six hours or so. Oh, gosh. Depending if you have to use the restroom, then you'll just mm -hmm. come down when they cut or whatever. But yeah. Yeah, you'll be up there the whole night, whole 14, why do you 15 need, hours. Why do you need to be up there? You moving stuff around that whole time? Well, it really, so it's kind of like, um, so if you set, if you have a light that is up there and whatnot, you can drive the entire condor from up there or from the very bottom. Mm -hmm. If you're all the way up there, depending on what the scene is and what it calls for, you can easily rotate the light to hit anywhere from gotcha. the sky. Mm. Yeah, and sometimes it's not even lights that are up there. It can be huge frames that are used to uh, kind of diffuse light or to, to oh, block okay. light. So you're, but you're, you're up there, you're moving stuff, you're rotating stuff the whole time, 75 feet in the air for like six hours. Not even the whole time. You do it once and then that's it. <laughs> and you just stay up there until they call for it. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, so you're just, you're chilling most of the time. <laughs> yeah. I'll send you, I'll send you, I'll send you a picture of, um, there was an Apple TV series that I did a few months ago. That was, uh, we literally went to this town that is it's such a ghost town there's like nothing there and the production team created an entire carnival from scratch oh my god like it looks super impressive right and mm -hmm. one of one of one of the guys that i worked with was on the condor that day so he was like 80 feet in the sky and he took a picture of like everything <laughs> i'll Damn. send it to your instagram now that's awesome 
So that's the kind of stuff that, that you were doing. So you can't be messing up. You can't. Um, I don't often like go on a condor. Oh, okay. Don't even. Okay. No. So that's where I was getting at with the, with the, <laughs> with the Bastille story. We, we hung this huge, huge light on the ceiling and it was like mm-hmm. such a rusty ceiling, this and that and whatever rusty old ass lights and even the equipment we used to rigged it was super old and whatnot. But the key thing is you, you safety chain everything. So if anything does fall, it catches itself, mm-hmm. you know, so you don't kill anybody, which is like, you know, obviously the worst shit that could ever happen. Yeah. Um, so right. I remember they were like rolling or whatever actors are there all that stuff and all of a sudden the light just completely just fell off oh my god and then the safety chain just caught it (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's still scary though oh yeah there that's one thing um that's like ptsd what's Mm -hmm. another thing um i think my first ever union show I was fucking up pretty bad. The key grip, who's like the department of the grips, was like really, mm-hmm. really like pushing me, like trying mm-hmm. to see what I was made out of. Mm-hmm. Like pushing just... you in time or like pushing to see what? <laughs> like what... pushing me, like just like pushing my buttons to see how much I can take, which a lot of in almost any department, that's what they kind of do to like the newer mm-hmm. person to see if. Mm-hmm. You know what they what, what they're made out of, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So kind of like hazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Ugh. It was so bad. So mm. bad. That sounds. That sounds rough. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to give you like a really good example because I'm looking through like my set photos now. I remember, hmm, what's a good one? Is he in trouble for being a sexy boy? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what's happening right now? This movie's all over the fucking place. Oh, okay. This is the worst PTSD I have. Well, it's not like, okay, I I often think about this. Okay, so there was a Tyler Perry show that I did, Mm. and... The woman that I was dating at the time, we were like arguing like the night before or whatever, literally got no sleep. No sleep whatsoever. Showed up mm. like 5 a.m., 6 a.m., tried to do the show or whatever. All of a sudden, like I'm doing my best to stay awake, but I fall asleep. And then literally I like I wake up when I heard my name being called and I just get back to mm-hmm. work that day or whatever. And then mm-hmm. literally, because um, once the day was over, um, the next day I had to like the day off or whatever, and I was supposed to come back another day. And then I think the best boy, who's like the second in charge of the department, called me and told me to like not come back and stuff like that because I've, I've been released to the show because somebody from some other department took a picture of me sleeping. Mm. And they started, they made like a bunch of copies and they like literally hanged it up everywhere. For everyone to see, and that's, I, I, that right? seems like not necessary to right, right. You know, okay. concern, right? <laughs> I've been thinking about this every single day of my life, right? I was like, that's so not necessary. But again, I shouldn't have been sleeping, right? 
But yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's other ways to bring up concerns besides right. like public embarrassment, right? Public shaming somebody. Yeah, I pretty much just made our department just look bad, and I would just mm -hmm. could not be hired again working for that career. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's really rough. It's like very, very unforgiving. Right, but I learned also a buddy of mine gave me really good advice that um, it's uh, a. <laughs> everyone should hear <laughs> he says hey it's okay if you fuck up on a shoot or you fuck up with a crew or whatever just go work on another show where no one knows you <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well, that's what i've been doing <laughs> they're like who is that this makes kid? sense yeah yeah so there is that incident there was um um what was another thing oh there's a tv show called american soul where i was just completely like i, I looked like a chicken with his head cut off mm. like i did not know what i was doing i was running all over the place it took me forever to find something and bring it back to everyone because i was taking the mm -hmm. long way and i did not know the shortcuts or anything like that gotcha um yeah every time you go and get something they're like why is he even gone for like 20 minutes? Oh my God. So, uh, yeah, you, yeah, it's, it's just bad. I get, I totally get it. Yeah, it can be tough. I mean, it seems like people are pretty unforgiving. Um, I can definitely relate to that. Uh, there's, there's aspects of the military that are very much that way. It's a lot of like image management kind of stuff. Um, Sounds like a lot of waiting also. A lot of waiting, but you're not allowed to sleep. Yeah, also, that's... that's a, Same uh, as the army. <laughs> yeah, that's a phrase. That's a phrase we say in the industry. Hurry up and wait. Yep, yep. Yeah. I sent you the picture on your Instagram. It's such a... Nice. Yeah, that was a, that was a stressful night, oh, too. Oh, man. Above <laughs> the dang Ferris wheel... Yeah, the Ferris that wheel didn't is, work. <laughs> that is tall as hell. That is really dang up there. That's cool, though. It's like basically like a drone picture. Mm -hmm. Super cool. Sounds intense. It can be. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely can be. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not it's not actually so different from the military. That's really interesting. What the hell is he doing? Did his mom die? I I think she must have, right? Is that you eating popcorn? <laughs> I know you're messing with your mic, but I'm like, maybe she's eating popcorn very loudly. No, I'm actually just sitting here now. I think I like snapped my bra or something just a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, don't mind me. Yeah. Just gotta just gotta make some adjustments periodically. <laughs> It'd be really wild if it's just as quiet just hear nothing but Elvis and all of a sudden you just hear something unbuckle <laughs> <laughs> like what was that 
I feel more sympathetic toward this young man watching this movie. I don't know if I think this was the right casting choice, but I his head's something. just not his head's not wide enough. He's got to have the widest head you've ever seen. That's true. <laughs> to look like Elvis. I missed something. Did his mom die? Yeah, I think he must. She must have. Right. I was too busy looking at my phone, uh, thinking of every single memory, looking at these set pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I try to avoid looking at a lot of pictures that remind me of army shit. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to remember that. Um, I do have some good memories, but... It's a complicated relationship. Every time I think about, like, just military and just a military life, I like to think about that Polly Shore movie in the army now. <laughs> I'm like, because if I was to ever join, I'd be like, I definitely want to be like the water, the water boy. <laughs> I got to do that. I'm also not giving this movie, I'm not giving it a fair chance. There's a lot going on that I know I can probably pay more attention to, but also <laughs> the budget of this movie should have been 50 million, 100 million less than what it is. <laughs> yes. You do not need all this shit to tell a, a fucking Elvis Presley story. Yeah. I, and that's kind of the reason why I don't usually watch biopics. Um, but, but there's some good biopics out there. This is just so extra. Natalie Wood. Is that that actress? Is it? I think, yeah. Nat, that's that actress that went missing, and then they turn out she drowned. Oh, my God. You never heard of that? Mm-mm. Christopher Walken was there on that. It was Natalie Natalie Wood, her husband, and Christopher Walken on like some type of boat ride, and they were doing something on, on the boat, and then they turned around, and she was just gone. Shit. They, they were trying to search for her, search for her, and then they eventually, I think, like, probably like days later, they found her, like, in the That's water. fucked up. If you're famous, that shouldn't be able to happen to you, right? You should just have plot armor. Like, that can't happen to me. I'm a famous person. I like to think if I'm famous and I die, I transcend into a god. <laughs> Is that how? <laughs> Is that how you... Do you want to be a god? What do you think that's actually like? Do you think there's like responsibilities? There is no responsibilities whatsoever. Really? Just to party hard. To party hard? If I've yeah, seen you... anything from Greek mythology, you can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's divine because you did it and you're god. It's basically like the Chad meme. The Chad meme? Yeah, you remember those memes? It's not really a popular meme now. But it's Chad. He's got uh, he's got little green shorts on and a shirt mm -mm. that says like it says like wham or something. And it's a really shitty drawing that somebody did on like Microsoft Paint. And he's got like 
he's got like a blonde mohawk. And basically, it's just this shitty drawing of this guy, Chad, oh, doing it now. dumb shit. And then it's uh, framed as being the most amazing thing to ever happen. Mm. What, what Chad meme are you looking at right now? It says Chad the uh, Rationalist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, recognizes that Islam is terrible. <laughs> Let's see. I like the ones where, like, me, where Chad is like, um, this is it's weird. like Chad shitting in the bathroom or something, and it's like, stands up to shit. Always chooses the stall next to you. You know, like a lot of stuff that's terrible, but because Chad is doing it, it's amazing. <laughs> right. Okay, I get it. <laughs> that's weird. Chad meme. Let me look at his bathroom. That's um, weird. That's a weird meme. The Chad middle urinal. The virgin corner urinal. The Chad middle urinal. <laughs> Adventurously christens least used toilets. This movie is so unrealistic. <laughs> Where is his eating habits? He was fat. Elvis was fat. Yeah, he was, a, he was a big boy. He was only he only looked good and like skinny and all that because of uh well honestly just because he was young. When he mm-hmm. like after he hit twenty six <laughs> mm-hmm. his body was deflating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a weird. This shit was not necessary. Yeah, this is not necessary. It's whatever, though. So I want to talk about your voice. My voice. Yeah, because I've been thinking about this. <laughs> <laughs> I think your voice is so awesome because it's, I don't even know how to describe it. Because first off, like your music, obviously you sound great. You sound like you should be singing for a living, right? But then like well, just. thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. But during like just conversations like this, you sound like completely different. You you sound like a like you have another great conversational voice, like a, such a great casual conversation voice, like a comedian voice. No, no, no. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say like a comedian voice. Like someone like um, I feel like you have like the perfect voice for a cartoon character that is just a background character. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's say, like, if I'm the main character and I'm like walking to school, like I'm Arthur, right? And I'm, mm-hmm. and then you're just like, oh hey, Carlin, how's it going? Oh hey, how's it going? And then I don't see you until like next season. <laughs> mm. Well, what if I was actually your bully as you were walking home from school? You don't have the voice of a bully. Oh damn it! You don't. Mm-mm. I guess the army couldn't couldn't. 
even teach me how to be a good bully, right? No, um, you have the voice of someone who's just there to move the plot forward. <laughs> that's, well, maybe I could be that person in life, you know? At least it's better to be that person than somebody that doesn't do that, right? Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aim high. <laughs> no, I think being a character actor would be fucking lit. I would love to be like a voice actor. That would be super fun. Be one of those like adventure time like random candy people or something. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty fun. Yeah, I'd, uh I find my speaking voice kind of cringy when I hear it back. Okay, you I'm... know you know why? I can tell you why. <laughs> why is that? Cuz you probably don't listen to it often enough. I don't really. I also have a strange way of pronouncing things too. Um, I don't really know what's going on with that, but you know what? Throughout my entire life, teachers have always told me I should do something with my voice. Like I should go into broadcasting or like whatever. They're like you have such a good voice, and I'm like, uh, shut up. But then now <laughs> I'm like. Oh, Shut up, hag. Yeah, you old, you old timer. What do you know? Shut up, you old bat. <laughs> now that I'm doing like like these movie reviews and YouTube channel, podcasts, all this stuff, and I'm like listening to my voice and like putting like different beats over it and stuff like that, I'm like, I'm like my own biggest fan of my voice. Really? Yeah. And it's because I've listened to it a lot and I listen to other people's voices to try to see like okay, how can I be different or how can I, you know, stand out or whatever. And so you have a main character voice and I have a side character voice. I wouldn't say it's a main character voice. <laughs> I would say my voice really fits. I've been told my voice is very soothing and calm. I can see that. You have some nice, <laughs> nice resonance in your voice. Yeah, soothing, calm and deep. Yeah, I can see it. You could uh, you could put out some uh, meditation tracks, potentially. Well, you know what? It wouldn't even have to be med meditation tracks because I feel like I do that with my just like my my freaking movie reviews, especially depending on the tone of the movie. I'll I'll tag you in one of them one day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or you know what? I've been, oh, wait, I don't know if you watched it, though. I did send you one of them on, like, message, like, on a message on IG that I'm, like, I think that was the best my voice has ever sound. Mm, gotcha. Um, I'll probably just retag you in it because I'm, like, I'm almost afraid to release it because I'm, like, this is, like, my peak. Everyone. Because people <laughs> will, like, they're going to go crazy, like, these exactly. girls going crazy for Elvis. Exactly. Like, People are going to lose it. They're going to be like creaming their pants. I've gotten I've gotten like messages from people. You might get arrested. People are like, dude, your voice is so goddamn smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I should you know, they said that word for word. People are telling me how much they love my voice. Do you do any like uh, spoken word or like rap? I. So, OK, this is a great segue. So I do write poetry. I write. Oh. I like to. I don't. I don't even like to call them poems or poetry. I call them letters. 
because it's letters to either myself, to certain people, individuals, and I write them as like into I write them like as of like individual letters, kind of like you would songs, mm-hmm. and I form them into like an album, an album of letters, and I make the artwork for it and all this stuff, and then I just send it to somebody, to anybody. Yeah, no, I love that. That's that's amazing. You yeah. so do you ever perform those in public? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Could be really cool for like a spoken word night, spoken um, word performance. I'm pretty sure because that's kind of like what I, I, I guess my influence because I do love spoken word poetry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I would I don't know this is that's totally like something that I do that's therapeutic for me and I love seeing people's reaction to it mm-hmm. when they get to read it or whatever but yeah yeah that's super cool what about you I feel like you should be doing some some spoken some spoken word <laughs> poetry uh, maybe I might I might make some forays into like comedy, something like that, some kind of hybrid sort of thing. Mm. Um, I'm not sure. I just don't have good jokes. You don't need good jokes. You're funny as is. <laughs> I might just go up there and you know proselytize about what I think people should be doing or whatever, but people don't really like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can 100% see you on um, 